Good afternoon, black family. Age here. Got the fur babies with me, but um, they're being quiet, so I'm not gonna mess with them. It's about this time y'all were here. My bride's age, she here. Got Professor Black Truths, uh, truth. It's not a long one. It's about uh, eleven minutes and twenty, eleven minutes and seventeen seconds. Family and fellow soldiers, I'm the professor, and this is the moment of truth. By now, everybody's seen the video of the inbreds in Alabama who attacked a black co-captain of a riverboat with a half dozen of those degenerates, including some women who attacked that man, and then how the community ran the racist off the dock and ran out of town. These reprobates were using their little dingy raft boat to try to stop a riverboat from being able to dock at its appointed position, and when the black co-captain of the riverboat told them that they had to move, they attacked him. Once again, you have white supremacy run amok. This was pure lawlessness. And the police weren't drawing their guns on these criminals. No pepper spray deployed. They weren't doing anything. The typical stuff that they do to black folks were just standing there. Now, was this incident racially motivated? Of course it was. The captain of the riverboat himself said that. And he's white. He's not the only one. A 16-year-old, who I believe, is the white male who worked at the dock and ferried the co-captain to the dock where he was assaulted by that gang of racist thugs. The mother of that 16-year-old said, you could hear the men yelling, F that nigger, when the co-captain tried to move their boat. So it's not just black people saying that this was racially motivated. This wasn't the first time the riverboats have had problems with these criminals. The riverboat captain said that the thugs who attacked the co-captain are part of a gang who occupy and impede the progress of vessels at the port, among other things, such as running off with one of the riverboat's golf carts. The captain of the riverboat said that in that instance, they were going to press charges against those criminals, but the police talked them out of it. Yeah, you heard that right. The riverboat crew wanted to press charges for their stolen golf cart, but it was the police who talked them out of it. These violent thugs were well known to the riverboat crews and the cops, but the police blocked previous attempts to stop them. And of course, because crime escalates, by allowing these criminals to get away with stealing people's property, they inevitably graduated to attacking people. And this happened before this latest incident of criminality. So the police are protecting these criminals. They're as guilty as the thugs who perpetrated this brawl. So for all the people asking, why would they try something like this? Why did they even think that they could do this? Who taught them that they could park a boat anywhere they want, even in a city-designated space for a riverboat, and that if anyone tells them that they have to move, they can gang up and beat that person up. Who taught them they could get away with that? American society did. White privilege did. The criminal class in America are used to being completely immune from the laws. You know already that if you ask who these reprobates know that they've got at least a few people in law enforcement who they're directly related to. These people who have friends and family in the place are always the most lawless. When people are allowed to engage in lawless behavior, when they have a society that rewards lawless behavior, unless the criminals run wild, this is what you get. And of course, they were running around, no shirts, no shoes, no matters. My most recent crime report about the two racists who menaced Sipo Bennett in Florida was the same situation, except in that case, the victim was armed. And don't be surprised when the reprobates in this case tried the same defense the racists who menaced Sipo Bennett did. 
and try to claim that they were drunk. That's the catch-all excuse so many of these meth-head marauders use. Because under white supremacy, the practice is that any excuse is good enough. And if just in case they can't come up with one, that's okay. The courts will provide one for them. Currently, these criminals are being charged with only misdemeanors. That's it. Third-degree misdemeanors. They block a boat dock, attack a dock worker as a gang, set off a huge melee in which they endanger random citizens. And apparently the local authorities feel that, well, that's just a misdemeanor. That's all that rises to the level of. See, this society encourages violence for a certain demographic. It glorifies it. What those reprobates had going in their empty heads was probably that song, Try That in a Small Town. For a lot of these white supremacists, that's some sort of Aryan anthem for them. Well, the inbred moron who made that song, he wasn't dumb enough to actually take his own advice. He would make a song about it, but that's as far as he was going to go. But the good old boys who the law never touches and never holds accountable, they think that they can do whatever they want, especially against black people. Well, they tried that in a small town, all right. We all see how it turned out. It reminds me of the old Robin Harris joke. I'm from a small town called Fresh Off a Racist Behind. You're all making me homesick. So it's no surprise that this rampant lawlessness was stopped by the law-abiding segment of society in Alabama, people who don't tolerate the rural rioting being brought to civilized communities, places where inbreeding and bestiality are still frowned upon. Heroes came out of the woodwork to stop those meth heads, including a 16-year-old who leapt into the water and swam across the dock to help that victim. That young man is rightly being compared to a superhero. We have to encourage and praise our young men because they are the warrior class. This is why the white supremacists target black children, especially black boys, because the white supremacists are weak. A 16-year-old black boy can knock out half a dozen of those white supremacists grown males. You watch the video. You see that young man? He just got through swimming a few laps. He got out of the water, grabbed one of those grown thugs, and body slammed him like he didn't weigh anything. This kid wasn't playing around. Every white supremacist knows this. Every white supremacist cop in America understands that when a black teenager is standing in front of them, they're standing in front of their physical superior. We saw what happens when the white supremacists don't have their guns. Now you know why they want to make it where they can carry anywhere, anytime, because to them, that's the only hope that they have to be able to pull some racial ambush and walk away from it. But in this case, that young man didn't have to handle these thugs solo. It was a foot race to see who could start beating the brakes off those inbreds. The community came in and restored order, and the police couldn't save the perpetrators this time. Public did the right thing. They recognized that the police are part of the problem. The police have enabled and protected these criminals until the citizens finally had enough and took matters into their own hands, and they put a stop to it. Bad guys were put on their heels and made to not just back off, but to run for their lives. Some of them so terrified they jumped in the water to escape. They hate taking an L, and this was a significant one. Those inbreds who attacked that man and started this melee had not all been arrested, and the police were talking about how they were waiting for at least one of them to turn themselves in. Now, if the perpetrators in this case have been black, would the police be simply sitting back and waiting to see when they get around to turning themselves in, or would they have the SWAT team knocking on their door? Now, you already know. This is in a town that's supposed to have black leaders in it, but of course we all know that's not true. What they have are black sock puppets of white supremacy. 
But that brings me to another local moron down there, Stephen Reed, the so-called mayor of Montgomery. I spoke about him recently, too, in the last few days. Reed made headlines earlier this year when he was caught on an audio recording berating black voters and saying he didn't need black votes. All he needed was just enough white votes and just enough white money, too. So this is also part of what causes things like this to happen. The white supremacists understand when there's some bootleg in charge. They understand when that happens, and that emboldens them to carry out violence. The police down there, who have not rounded up all the inbreds who are responsible for this mayhem, have gone so far to have the nerve to say they want to question the man who was seen holding a chair. In fact, they're saying that they want him to turn himself in. I don't know why. He didn't break any laws and he wasn't doing anything wrong. In fact, he was trying to offer these violent male morons some southern hospitality. They were acting up and he offered them a seat. You know, back in the day, Rosa Parks said, you can't have my seat. Well, today that brother said, you can have this one. Now we have to make sure we defend those who defend themselves. We cannot allow black people to be persecuted or intimidated by thugs with badges who always side with the white supremacists, something that <laughs> black people exercise their right to self-defense or to come to the aid of a person being attacked. The same racist police who refused to ever arrest these guys in the past for their crimes, who refused to use force on the day that they carried out their violent assault, now they're deciding they suddenly feel tough when dealing with one of the law-abiding citizens who put a stop to that gang of hoodlums? We have to make sure we protect and help people, any black person who is not just protecting themselves, but also protecting others. Those sock puppets of white power down there cannot be allowed to attack a citizen for protecting other citizens. See, black people aren't supposed to be able to protect themselves if they're being attacked, especially by some white supremacists. That's one of the rules of the thugs with badges. When a black person is being attacked, we're just supposed to hope that some white person comes along and helps. But if a black person calls themselves actually defending themselves against some white supremacists, well, we got to charge the black person. We know that that's one of their rules because of how consistently they do it. And you can tell these little white supremacists were traumatized by what they saw. Because what they saw was the community getting on code and rising up to stop this white supremacist rampage. On Twitter the other day, some of the male morons were mad that people were glad to see law and order being restored. They were seeing black folks making sure that law and order prevailed that day. One of those online inbreds was in my comments, whining that the bad guys took that hard L and complained. Saying, there was a white woman who got knocked over. Are you in favor of that? She was no innocent bystander. She was also involved in the violence. She was part of it. But of course, these white supremacists are always trying to invent their own reality because they can't deal with the real one. So let what happened in Alabama be a message to the enemy that you can listen to all the country music songs you want telling you how tough you think you are. You can daydream about what you think you would do to black people. But consider yourselves put on notice. If you actually ever try anything like that in a small town or in the real world period, you'll find yourself trapped between the people and the deep blue sea. <laughs> Good day and be one. Right I'd like to take a moment to mention some of our contributors. Lance Catlett, Mark Anderson, Jasmine B., Mike Hughes, and Sherwin Wilcox. Salute to them and thank you to everyone for listening, liking, and sharing this message. Black empowerment only exists because of you.
you should stand up like this man. Tell them to stand up and tell these white devils, you're not coming in here taking over and stomping and bombing our country into the stone ages. And if you got people in Europe, in America, and they should start doing that, you tell them people just like I've said before. You said they're bombing our country, these white men. You got family here. You don't care about them? Fine, then we're going to help them out. We're going to kill them for the Americans and the Europeans. So you can stay your ass over there. You have no reason to ever come back. Or you can rain terror in their countries like they do in ours. That's what you got to do. Stand up, black people. Stand up and fight for Africa. Now, here's another situation. Why? This is why Europe and America are so hell intent with a lot of nigger nations around Gambia's. I'll show you what Gambia's into this too. This ECOWAS. It's, it's nothing for the people. It's for the fucking greedy ass bastards. And Nigeria are trying to gang up on Niger. Well, I'm going to show you why they're doing this. Okay? This is why they're so intent on helping the white man. The massive pipeline that is nearly set to go online. Now, it starts in Nigeria. It flows through Niger on its way up into Europe. Chevron, the United States, have already invested $13 billion into this pipeline. And guess what, guys? After the Nord Stream pipeline destruction, Chevron stepped up production to get this up and running. Hey, we'll speed, you know, we'll speed this up. We'll fast track this. And now the people of Niger are saying, wait a second. Why are we going to allow a pipeline to flow right through our country so Europe can have natural gas? You are doing nothing for us. You continue to steal from us. Sorry, no more pipeline. This is why Europe is terrified this morning. The United States already blew up the Nord Stream pipeline put their own pipeline into action in Africa. Smart business move, right? We'll, we'll just blow up the competition. Imagine Walmart doing that to Target stores. Yeah, we're just going to blow up those stores. Now you got to shop at Walmart. And now Niger is saying, hey, sorry, you're not going to use our country to transport your natural gas into Europe. Get out of here. So Europe is facing catastrophe with no Nord Stream pipeline coming from Russia any longer. And now the threat of this pipeline being shut down through Africa. This was their salvation, this pipeline. And then add into it uranium and Europe's nuclear power. The United States gets over 50% of its uranium from Russia, despite all of the sanctions that the United States has placed against Russia. They left uranium off the list. I love this. I love that they chose to sanction every other thing, but they left uranium off the list because we need it so badly. We need it desperately. Why? The United States is so heavily dependent on Russia for uranium that Putin could literally Flip a switch, literally destroy the American economy by turning off the lights. A major backup resource of uranium is Niger. The French, the United States, have been essentially stealing uranium from African countries for decades. And again, these countries are saying enough is enough. We are sovereign countries. Get out of here. We are going to keep our own minerals and make our own decisions. And Russia is giving them that option right now. We want you to keep your sovereignty. We want you to be an independent country, not a slave to the West. Listen to Africa Bureau Chief Musa Ibrahim explain how the people of Africa want to gain back their wealth, their minerals, stop giving it away to America and Europe. What people want is to gain back their wealth. 
the back, their uranium, their gold, their iron, their uh, phosphate, their oil, their gas. And this scares the West because this means the true democracy will take place in Africa when people actually own their own land and the wealth of Africa does not go untaxed, unsupervised from the mines in Niger to the banks uh, of Paris and the financial sector in Britain. And he's right. Niger's coup isn't happening in a vacuum. This isn't a singular event. They're now pushing back against this neocolonialism in a larger multipolar world, saying this unipolar order that America has ruled for many, many years, seeking to keep your boot on the people of Africa, is not going to stand anymore. Africans are seeking to regain their national sovereignty. Africa saying, hey, we are rich in uranium, but we don't get to benefit from any of it because you steal it from us. We will enrich our own uranium and we will sell it to you and you'll pay us for it. No more theft. Africa is in the middle of a revolution right now. Back, take a look at this map just published on Friday. These are all of the African nations that have now signed military agreements with Russia. And even a few of those in white are getting ready to partner with Russia as well. Damn, that's a lot of red. Now, we'll come back to that map in a moment. But first, this weekend, we saw dramatic developments, Russian flags raised in the air throughout the continent. First to Niger, the country that started it all. Russian flags everywhere. And according to France 24 News Service, the government of Niger has now signed a contract with the Russian Wagner Group for security. And they need it because the coup in Niger has entered the point of no return right now. The people rising up against France, against the United States' influence in that country. The Western powers that have controlled Niger for decades are now being pushed out. And this weekend, the military leaders now say that Niger will no longer be a European colony. And they've demanded that all French soldiers get out now, get out of here, or face the consequences. Why does the United States even have troops in this country in the first place? Well, that's a great question. So get out of here, France, and get out of here, United States. You don't belong here. Over the past few days, the United States started dropping massive amounts of military cargo right near the Niger border with its warplanes. But that threat is not stopping the people of Niger. Tens of thousands of people marching in that country this weekend, celebrating their independence and shouting no to foreign military bases, no to poverty, no to the West stealing their uranium, their phosphate, and other minerals. Get out of here now. All of the ambassador's offices to the Niger Republic Mission Service, the United States, France, Nigeria, and Togo have all been terminated. All of their offices are now officially shut down by the Niger government. The head of the military just made this announcement. So other African nations are now showing their support for Niger and starting to say the very same thing. Get out of our country. This weekend, the people in Senegal rising up against Western colonial governments controlling their country. The CIA, MI6, and other Western intelligence services are doing whatever they can right now, spinning their wheels, trying to hold on to power in these countries with their puppet governments. The people in West Africa are fiercely anti-American imperialism. So it wasn't a surprise then to see the country of Guinea announce they are supporting Niger as well. This is massive. Colonel Douglas McGregor says the people who've had their minerals stolen for years are saying enough is enough. Get out of my country. The Africans are, are fed up with it. 
And so this is an example in Niger where a, a supposedly U.S.-backed government with a U.S.-trained military suddenly turned around and said, I think all of you white people need to get out of here. We've had it with you. Go away. Go, Europeans leave. I, but at first, a story that no one's talking about is the map. So you've seen it now. Now we know. Now we all know why. That's the same shit these goddamn white fucking devils have been doing forever. <laughs> and the bastard that was the president this year, he knew this. That's why they threw that motherfucker out of office. You got all this shit going out of Niger, but the people don't benefit nothing. Nothing. You got a massive pipeline supplying gas to the white man. But you people don't get shit. The country they pumping it out of gets nothing. You don't get no uranium. You don't get no phosphate. All the money goes to that little fucking bastard they threw out of office because they knew he was a corrupt ass fucking bastard in office. And they realized that the white people are there again, taking, just taking and taking. When does it stop? It doesn't stop because the motherfuckers are savages. They don't stop. Now they're dropping military supplies at the border. Which border? Probably Nigeria. Of course, Nigeria is a trick-ass country. I'm sorry, Nigerian people. You Either you rise up or you're going to get swallowed up into the goddamn situation that you never will recover from because people have had enough. You know, they've had a fuck enough. This is what, I guess this is what Boca Haram was going after. But they kept saying, well, Boca Haram killed all these people. I don't think they did. I think the Nigerian government had that done. And then they told, well, they, they are uh, ISIS or some shit. You know, always that shit, the terrorists, the imaginary terrorists. No. The imaginary terrorists are the real terrorists, which is Europe and America. But now you see why they want to keep this shit like they got it. Because that gas ain't going to flow unless they they kill all the people in, the, in this year or build them a fort around it like that's what they intend on doing. But nobody said a goddamn word, did they? Now, let me tell you something. Nobody said a fucking word when these motherfuckers took over Libya and blew up a water line that Libya... Gaddafi had been building for 20 years to supply water to 2 million or 20 million people in the, in the Sahara. And these white motherfuckers in America and Europe blew it up. Nobody said shit about that, did they? Read it. Check it out for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Took Gaddafi 20 years to build it. And these white motherfuckers in Europe and America blew it up in one fucking day. They bombed the fucking line to hell. This is what I'm telling you folks in Africa. Pick up rifles, sticks, guns. If you have to, do what you got to do. Do like you got to do. You know the country better than anybody. Dig tunnels, come up on the other side of the motherfuckers. Kill them all. Let their God sort it out. But let's go to another one now. Hmm. Now, here's another bastard, the Gambian president, Adam Barrow. 
threatened war against Mali and Burkina Faso. This is the kind of traitorous black bastards you have in Africa that need to be killed. Now, the people of Gambia can stop this. They have to rise up and say, this goddamn bastard goes. Just like they're doing in Senegal and other places. Let's see what's happening. The Gambian president, Adam Barrow, have threatened to evade Burkina Faso and Mali if Burkina Faso and Mali interfere in the ECOWAS military intervention in Niger Republic. According to the notorious and renowned Western puppet, Adam Barrow, he said the United States and France are his friends and they are backing him up. Now, guys, watch the video and share. We have discussed unanimously. We agree that I think we have got to the dead end. You cannot accept military rule again in, in Africa. So we have discussed with our partner, that is AU, and other partners in the West. Basically, we agree that Basel must be restored as president. And as we speak, we still accept Basel as the president of uh, Niger. No, he's the president of Gambia, Oswald. Do you hear what he said? He said there are partners in the West. In the resolution, all options are on the table. And the option is they are giving up to one week to release Bazoum and restore him as head of state, or ECOWAS will take action. And it's not ECOWAS alone, it's the entire Africa that is taking action. Yes, or not? All our partners, that is our Western partners, mm -hmm. America, and the EU, we are all part of this. Wow. Because I think. America is EU. Can you imagine, guys? It's undermining democracy. You heard what he said, didn't he? That black bastard, traitor, nigga, motherfucker. You heard what he said. America and Europe and the other countries in Africa. No. Most countries in Africa are saying, fuck that. They they tired of France and America and Europe. This nigga right here is the same type of nigga that sold him and the bastard up there in the, what, Nigeria and Ghana, them type motherfuckers that sold us black folks all across the world into slavery. Them the back black bastards, you need to go into their countries and kill them motherfuckers. Or actually, the people in their country should do it. Because then we don't know you really want these fucking people out of your countries draining your resources, straining you. You get nothing. You get to be put on televisions as little monkeys dancing in the snow. You know, you no, not in the snow, in the dirt, in the in the in the sand. You know, every time they show something about Africa, they show little poor ass motherfuckers dancing in the dirt, raggedy ass kids. And that's those are your people. Those are your people. They don't show the modernization of Africa. They show the same shit. And these nigga leaders, you got to let them do that. And then they get their pockets filled for them and their families with the American money that soon ain't going to be worth shit. People in Africa, you got to stand up. You got to stand up. Let's see the rest of this. What's so called development? Your people, Adam and Barrow come here to talk about security and development. Adam Barrow, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. What so-called development are, are, are you talking about? The people in Gambia are living in absolute and perpetual uh, and poverty, and you're here talking about development. There's no electricity in Gambia. Are you not working towards that? No roads and infrastructure, no hospitals. People are dying every day. The streets are dark. Then you're here talking about uh, your partners in the West, since when America became your partner? Guys, 
I want you guys to drop a comment respectfully. The Gambian president, Adam Now you heard that, right? So they got no electricity. I don't know how. They, they might get the internet, barely. But this is what this goddamn black bastard right here is doing. He's got his motherfucking ass over in Nigeria, and he's getting on. He saw his little jet thing, his little private jet. But like this brother says, people in Gambia are starving. And he's got his ass talking about he going to take military action. All they got to do, the rest of the armies, Burkina Faso, Niger, and Mali, and say, hey, we'll feed you. Come over here on our side. I bet you this motherfucker won't have an army tomorrow. But that's what you got to do. You know, don't kill each other because of these corrupt-ass leaders and the white men. Drive them off the continent also. And as I said, if you need help, I'm quite sure China and Russia would be glad to help you. All you got to do, Burkina Faso, Mali, Niger, and any other country, ask the Chinese and the Russians to help you. They probably will. They'll keep a distance, but they'll help. But you got to get all these white motherfuckers out your country. They're doing it right. They are doing it right. This is what I've said forever. If you want your countries to change, and you're talking about doing things great for your country, the first thing you got to do is get rid of every white motherfucker in that country and every nigga that kisses their ass. Send them all out together. This way you ain't got to look over your back. Every time you get ready to do something. But <coughs> that's up to you folks. I can't tell you what to do. I can only give you suggestions. As I said, I'm sick of seeing Africa in the bottom of the motherfucking barrel. And actually they're not, and they'll need to be. And then you got these traitorous tricks. Now you heard them say Gambia gonna help with the help of the EU and America and that means that he's giving the go ahead they can use his place for staging grounds and you know what you should do you should infiltrate his goddamn place and blow up every fucking base on that goddamn in his country and convince the people that this bastard needs them no good because he doesn't him or the Nigerian president and like I said, you know, the Nigerians are either you the stupidest or the laziest people in the world. I don't know. You're getting so fucking so used to sucking up off the white man and being beggars. You love it. You're just beggars. Constant beggars. That's what these goddamn bastards want you to do. Just like in Senegal, people have had enough. They've had enough of these folks. Everything goes to these fucked up ass, cold ass countries in Europe, and you people in the best climate in the world get nothing, but everything is coming from your country. Don't you feel like fools for this? Well, I guess you have because you're starting to say no more. Fight to the dying end. Fight and kill till you can't kill no more. Make, do what the Vietnamese do. do. Do whatever it takes to win to drive these invaders off your land. Do not back up off these fuckers, because that's what they want to do. But they will not back up on killing you. And the first thing you got to do is watch them sons of bitches. They'll come in and kill scores of civilians and swear that you did it. 
But Gambia, he'll probably kill his own people because they're not, like the brother said, they don't even have electricity. The streets are dark at night. And you know what? If they're not complaining, I'm not complaining. Well, if you're stupid enough to get your ass killed for this goddamn bastard, then but he talking about infrastructure? Motherfucker ain't got no infrastructure. These countries have now because these motherfuckers never put any. That's why they jealous of everywhere China and Russia is in Africa because they put in the infrastructure that these goddamn sorry ass hunters didn't do for 400 fucking years. Denied you. Destroyed it. No more people. Don't give up. A lot of people here are on your side. Okay. Now I'm going to say this to all the people of Africa, the young people, the ones who care, and the older people who care, especially in Gambia. I know they don't have electricity. Somebody take the word to them. And in Nigeria, and any other country that feels to stand up against Niger, look around your countries and see what do you have. 400 years besides misery, poverty, and a fucking Bible. That's all you got. Only people who benefited from this has been the leadership of these countries and the top leaders of the country. The bulk of the majority of the people suffer. And here they are asking you to go fight against your own brothers for getting rid of the imperialist Europeans and the imperialist America. Look around you. The oil being pumped out of your countries, the natural resources. Look at Nigeria. Only people in the parts of Nigeria where they keep it quiet, where they fucked up their rivers and their fishing villages with oil spills and nobody gave a damn, not even their government. Where they rerouted people and poisoned the land but they don't give a fuck. And your government has let this happen. But yet, they're telling you to go fight to protect the same bastards that keep doing this constantly to your land while they get rich off the white man's useless paper money. When everything in the ground in your country is worth 20,000 times more than their paper money. But your money isn't worth shit. These are the people who decided that your money wouldn't be worth shit in the white man's dollar with the white man's face on it is worth more than your black gold in the ground or your gold gold in the ground or your other natural resources in the ground. And then look at the other countries. Look at this. The people in Nigeria, don't lose faith because look at what I just told you. you. And in Nigeria too, and every country this pipeline runs through, this gas pipeline goes all the way through your countries and parts of Nigeria don't even have fucking electricity, let alone natural gas. But they ran a pipeline right through your country with the acknowledgement of your government because they're getting paid. And it runs all the way through your country. Fuck you, people. And it goes all the way up so you can give gas to Europe. But you don't get any. It starts, it's got to stop. 
was you're going to be another 100 years of slaves or maybe another 200 years. Because once they do this, they're not going to give a fuck about you. Look at the world as it is. Look at what they did to every fucking country America has been into except the white ones. They rebuilt Europe, but they didn't rebuild shit that the Germans in World War II destroyed in Africa, did they? Not a fucking thing. Not Europe didn't do shit. America didn't do shit. But they fought their wars on your ground. They fixed Korea, South Korea. But they didn't fix China after World War II, did they? They said, fuck the Chinese. They blew up all of Vietnam. They didn't fix that either, did they? No. They didn't do anything for them either, did they? They still have landmines in Vietnam. This is what they'll do to your country again. Your country. Look at what they did to Syria. Look at what they did to Iraq, Afghanistan. Somalia, Yemen, wherever the white motherfucker is, he leaves destruction for people of color, destruction and pain. And yet your governments want to keep fighting to defend these bastards so they can live like kings in their own land and you live like beggars and slaves in your own. You got to wake up, black folks. Pick up a gun, do whatever you got to do. You know the land, your country is better than anybody. An invader shouldn't be able to invade your country this, this day and age. You know the land, they don't. You know the diseases that can be yielded by the wildlife. If you have to shoot them with poison, whatever you got to do, get rid of these white savages. They poisoned your land with AIDS. They poisoned it with Ebola. They didn't, this didn't come from Africa. You know it and I know it. Them motherfuckers did it. They tried to exterminate you all kind of ways. But we persevered. But how much more you think the forefathers going to watch over you while you keep on keeping foolish people in power that keep selling you down the river to the devil? Think about it. Gambians. And I'm going to say to the Malians, Kino Falso, the people of the Congress of the Congo, the Republic of the Congo, and all the other countries, South Africa and whatever, you have to rally your troops to help Niger. They cannot stop this. If you have to go through the, through Nigeria, to stop these motherfuckers. You do it. Because their government ain't shit either. It's corrupt. It's not telling the people the truth. They need to be stopped. Help your folks or you're going to be another 200 or 2,000 years in poverty. Think about it, people. This is all I'm telling you. Think about it for yourselves. What's best for you? It may be hard times ahead, but it'll get better later. But I guarantee you, if these hunkies win or these white devils win again or get entrenched, you'll never be free. You'll forever be slaves. You'll forever be dancing in the dirt, worshiping a motherfucking white Jesus. You'll be dancing in the dirt with nothing still going, begging for water, begging for food, 
taking the poison that they send to your country because they won't let you grow your own. You know, you got to do something. Do something for yourselves. It's up to you guys. It's either make it, break it. But I tell you what, they can't support a war forever. You outnumber them 20 to 1. Don't give up. And like I said, if it takes whatever it takes, if you have to send people across the goddamn globe and terrorize these motherfuckers in their own homes here and abroad in Europe, do it. Because they deserve it. Do it. Make them have 9-11 every other week in these goddamn countries. <laughs> it's up to you people. It's up to you Africans. We can't help you here in America, the black people. Maybe some can and quietly send you money to help supply you with arms. But that's the best we can do. Unless some of the brothers who fought in their useless wars want to go back and help you fight. Brothers who got the money in America, lend Niger a hand. Lend Africa a hand. Lend them your expertise in, in warfare. We don't have to lose. We can't lose. Not this time. All right, we'll be back with some more from Brother Lasmore. All right, Black family, we are back. Keying up another uh, piece of content from Brother Lasmore. I couldn't pre-key it up because I had to record button on Juanita and my... Uh, different anchor channels so I had to do everything you know simultaneously all right this one is about 30 minutes well well people A lot of people didn't believe this was going to happen, but it's happening. But you still don't know. Still being kept in the dark. And it may not be happening. But I think it's happening. It's going to get worse. Thus, America thinks it's the best thing in the world. Can't nobody do nothing but with America. Well, the world is building your own America. The world is building you wrong. And it's proving you wrong day by day. Of course, you know, typical thing is the white people got to find somebody to blame. Ah, so the Republicans are blaming the libs, the Democrats, and the Democrats are blaming the Republicans. 
the white man and blame the black people. Black people blame the white man. But it won't make a difference. Because you're all in the same shit suit. But, like I said, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But let's see what happens. Take a listen. This was 12 hours ago. Eight, ten, twenty-three. Uh, something happened quietly that the, that the U.S. media is not talking about, but it's going to affect everybody in America and everybody that, that uses the U.S. currency. Um, our currency just got overtook by another, uh, by the BRICS nation, meaning that $1, it takes, it takes $50, $50 to equal $1 of the BRICS new currency. If you don't understand what that means, it's going to cause hyperinflation throughout America, meaning our food, um, clothing, whatever you buy is going to cost like the most craziest number you'll ever think. Um, take a look at this video because there's no, really nothing we can do about it, but it's about to, it's about to get rough out here, guys. Um, stay close to your family. Um, this is bad. This is real bad. Okay. So while y'all were sleeping last night, Joe Biden and Camilla Harris just got the worst news. President and a vice president can get without without it being a fallen soldier, right? So China, Africa, and Russia just dropped the image of their money that's dropping November November first, right? Okay. Here's how strong that money is. Here's how strong that money is. It takes fifty five American dollars to make one African dollar to make one Russian dollar, to make one China dollar, right? 55, okay? All these foreign countries just try to offer Africa money. Africa told it, keep your money and help your people out. Tell Joe Biden we cool, we good over here. See, Africa has said it best. America said they feed us. Well, why would why America's mad when we tell them we don't want them when we don't want their help no more and we want them off our planet? If they feed us, why are they mad? Right? We should be mad. But since we feed them, they mad. They the one that's doing all the retaliation. We cool. We done figured this shit out. Right? Now, y'all keep telling me America's the greatest country in the world. I don't fucking see it. Well, I do see it. They're the greatest country in the world of fucking shit up. Okay, so America sold all its plants to China, right? Now, for America to buy shit out of China, it's going to take 55 American dollars to buy a pack of bubblegum out of China, right? When America had all their plants here, right? So, me and my wife just bought a TV from Costco for 600 bucks. That same TV in the near future is going to cost three to four to dollars to get. Remember the Michael Jordans you used to get for $200 out of, out of China? 
the Michael Jordans now, buy a Michael Jordan at $200, right? The Michael Jordans going to be $2,500. $2,500 to get a pair of shoes out of China. That's how fucked up America is, bro. They ain't, they're not telling you this, but shit has hit the fan, bro. I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all this. All y'all got all these bad bitches that lay up in the house and don't want to work. All these, all these thugs and stuff that don't want to work. You better tell them motherfuckers they better learn how to farm. You better get them bad bitches and them thugs up out your bed and tell them, tell them how to get in the field and, and plant some fucking corn, some fucking watermelon, some fucking squash and tomatoes and shit because shit is going, shit is getting real every day. And guess what? It's not slowing down. This shit is speeding up, bro. This shit is speeding up fast. Vladimir Putin, man, you a fucking good dude. Africa, I love what y'all doing, man. Y'all getting y'all getting respect now across the globe. Now, I know y'all keep saying a lot of people, oh, America, the Europeans got the best military, this and that. Yeah, but a lot of the European countries trying to jump ship. Germany and France have just told America they're going to leave the G7 summit to try to get on with BRICS. But the whole problem with that is they got to go through Africa. And Africa said, before we even sit down and talk to you, we turn all our fucking gold, right? Africa has, has put it out there and said, y'all don't have shit to offer us. Not one goddamn thing. Y'all ain't got shit to even offer y'all people. So to all y'all motherfuckers, oh, Joe Biden just sent 3,000 soldiers to the border. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what China, Russia, and Africa just did. They put Africa has 50 countries on this continent. They put a military base in 40 of those countries. 40, right? So even if America touched down in Africa, they're going to get fucking barbecued. You got nowhere to land. Huh? Come on now, use your head, man. This country don't give a fuck about you, bro. These dudes that ran this shit in the ground. And y'all still trying to hold on to the boat. And if anything, we, the American people, need to get this government up out of here, bro. We need to get all this motherfucking people in this goddamn government. Republicans, Democrats, from the House to the Senate to the goddamn president. We need to fucking get these motherfuckers out of here. Because they the one got us in this shit. And then once we kick them motherfuckers out, we need to see if China, Russia, and Africa wants to buy America. Because it seems like they making all the power moves. See if they want to buy America and turn this country back around or make this country great, great again. Take Trump's slogan and make it great again or make this country great for everybody. Because these dudes have fucked it up, man. You got to make major moves now. You got to make decisions. You got to see if you want a car because it's going to come down to either you wanting a car or a cell phone. Because America has made y'all real comfortable with the bullshit. But just now the smoke is turning to fire, and they can't put it out. That's all I'm saying. Just stay up. That's the crowd waiting. Well, I say I don't know how true this is or whatever. I mean, I know bricks is coming. I mean, I, there's no doubt about that. I don't know if it's happening overnight or whatever. But this is August. They did say they were going to have a meeting in August. Hmm. 
and the white man is going to start shit in Africa. Like I told you before, African people, black people, decent black people. I'm not talking about the coon nation, the coons. You know, I'm not going to talk about the shit about like a lot of you black folks. I ain't African. I ain't got to worry about it. You know what? You, you're not African. You're right. But some people look like me and you. Most of them. And you know what these white devils did to us in this hemisphere. So why would you back a government that is still doing this kind of evil to us in this hemisphere and go do it to somebody else in their country? Why don't you back? Are you that damn stupid? Oh no, some of y'all say, well, God knows. God ain't in this program. I told you that. People keep on talking about God and this and that, you know, Negroes, the cowards. They don't want to say that stuff. Jesus gonna fix it, God gonna do this, God gonna do it. No. We waiting on Jesus. Hmm? No. Doom is hanging over this no good ass country. And it's crumbling on every corner. And, and your government knows this. That's why everybody's running away. Oh, did you hear that some of these companies, the CEOs have moved them to, have moved to China and places like that, where the manufacturing plants have. And the only thing there is they don't know. They think they're going to go over there talking money and stuff and upset those people's apple cart. They can go over there and try to price it. Come over here. But the minute you open your damn mouth, you're throwing your ass back out. The minute you start messing with the masses of people and get them to try to start thinking like you no good savages, you're getting the fuck out. Now, like you said, France and England want to join bricks, something like that. I wouldn't let them in. They're saying rotten, no good bastards that did us in. In Africa. And across the world. Then Africa is standing up for itself. And they still try to impose their imperialism and colonialism on them. And them people saying no more. But like I said, some of you will say, oh, this and that about this and that and that, you know. No matter what you say, the handwriting's on the wall. You better start reading it. I read it a long time ago. What's happening in Nigeria? You know, they're not talking about that much, are they? Oh, cool took over because they think they can go in there and take it back. <laughs> on the folks over there and take it back. What? We'll be happy to throw a couple of. Yeah. Excuse my expression, bananas out there and them fools will take it. Nah. Not no more. In the countries that want to stand with the West, so be it. But I best to tell you don't mess around. And get to be thoughtful. You know what that means, right? Fuck around and find out. 
what will happen to you if you attack the Niger. Think about it. These white people ain't going to protect you. They can't protect you. They can't protect themselves. So think about it. Well, well, people. A lot of people didn't believe this was going to happen, but it's happening. But you still don't know. Still being kept in the dark. And it may not be happening. But I think it's happening. It's going to get worse. Because America introduced the best thing in the world. Can't nobody do nothing but with America. Well, the world is proving your own, America. The world is proving you wrong. And it's proving you wrong day by day. Of course, you know, typical thing is the white people got to find somebody to blame. Uh, so the Republicans are blaming the libs, the Democrats, and the Democrats are blaming the Republicans. The white men are blaming the black people. Black people blame the white man. But it won't make a difference. Because you're all in the same shit suit. But, like I said, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But let's see what happens here. Take a listen. This is 12 hours ago. Eight, ten, twenty-three. Something happened quietly that the, that the U.S. media is not talking about, but it's going to affect everybody in America and everybody that, that uses the U.S. currency. Um, our currency just got overtook by another uh, by the BRICS nation, meaning that one dollar it takes it takes fifty fifty dollars to equal one dollar of the BRICS new currency. If you don't understand what that means. It's going to cause hyperinflation throughout America, meaning our food, um, clothing, whatever you buy is going to cost like the most craziest number you'll ever think. Um, take a look at this video because there's no, really nothing we can do about it, but it's about to, it's about to get rough out here, guys. Um, stay close to your family. Um, this is bad. This is real bad. Okay, so while y'all were sleeping last night, Joe Biden and Camilla Harris just got the worst news a president and a vice president can get without, without it being a fallen soldier, right? So China, Africa, and Russia just dropped the image of their money that's dropping November, November 1st, right? Okay, here's how strong that money is. Here's how strong that money is. 
it takes 55 American dollars to make one African dollar, to make one Russian dollar, to make one China dollar, right? 55, okay? All these foreign countries just try to offer Africa money. Africa told them, keep your money and help your people out. Tell Joe Biden we cool. We good over here. See, Africa has said it best. America said they feed us. Well, why would why America's mad when we tell them we don't want them when we don't want their help no more and we want them off our planet? If they feed us, why are they mad? Right? We should be mad. But since we feed them, they mad. They the one that's doing all the retaliation. We cool. We done figured this shit out, right? Now, y'all keep telling me America's the greatest country in the world. I don't fucking see it. Well, I do see it. They're the greatest country in the world of fucking shit up. Okay, so America sold all its plants to China, right? Now, for America to buy shit out of China, it's gonna take 55 American dollars to buy a pack of bubblegum out of China, right? When America had all their plants here, right? So, me and my wife just bought a TV from Costco for 600 bucks. That same TV in the near future is gonna cost three to four to forty-five hundred dollars to get. Remember the Michael Jordans you used to get for two hundred dollars out of out of China? The Michael Jordans now buy a Michael Jordan at two hundred dollars, right? The Michael Jordans gonna be twenty-five hundred dollars, twenty-five hundred dollars to get a pair of shoes out of China. That's how fucked up America is, bro. They they're not telling you this, but shit has hit the fan, bro. I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all this. All y'all got all these bad bitches that lay up in the house and don't want to work. All these, all these thugs and stuff that don't want to work. You better tell them motherfuckers they better learn how to farm. You better get them bad bitches and them thugs up out your bed and tell them, tell them how to get in the field and, and then plant some fucking corn, some fucking watermelon, some fucking squash and tomatoes and shit. Because shit is going, shit is getting real every day. And guess what? It's not slowing down. This shit is speeding up, bro. This shit is speeding up fast. Vladimir Putin, man, you a fucking good dude. Africa, I love what y'all doing, man. Y'all getting y'all getting respect now across the globe. Now, I know y'all keep saying a lot of people, oh, America, the Europeans got the best military, this and that. Yeah, but a lot of the European countries trying to jump ship. Germany and France have just told America they're going to leave the G7 summit to try to get on with BRICS. But the whole problem with that is they got to go through Africa. And Africa said, before we even sit down and talk to you, we turn all our fucking gold, right? Africa has, has put it out there and said, y'all don't have shit to offer us. Not one goddamn thing. Y'all ain't got shit to even offer your people. So to all y'all motherfuckers, oh, Joe Biden just sent 3,000 soldiers to the border. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what China, Russia, and Africa just did. They put Africa has 50 countries on this continent. They pull a military base in 40 of those countries. 40. Right? So, even if America touched down in Africa, they're going to get fucking barbecued. You got nowhere to land. Huh? Come on now, use your head, man. This country don't give a fuck about you, bro. These dudes done ran this shit in the ground. And y'all still trying to hold on to the boat. And if anything, we, the American people, need to get this government up out of here, bro. 
We need to get all this motherfucking people in this goddamn government. Republicans, Democrats, from the House to the Senate to the goddamn president. We need to fucking get these motherfuckers out of here. Because they the one got us in this shit. And then once we kick them motherfuckers out, we need to see if China, Russia, and Africa wants to buy America. Because it seems like they making all the power moves. See if they want to buy America and turn this country back around. Or make this country great, great again. Take Trump's slogan. And make it great again. Or make this country great for everybody. Because these dudes have fucked it up, man. You got to make major moves now. You got to make decisions. You got to see if you want a car. Because this going to come down to either you wanting a car or a cell phone. Because America has made y'all real comfortable with the bullshit. But just now the smoke is turning to fire. And they can't put it out. That's all I'm saying. You stay up. That's the crowd waiting. Well, <laughs> I say I don't know how true this is or whatever. I mean, I know Bricks is coming. I mean, I, there's no doubt about that. I don't know if it's happening overnight or whatever. <laughs> but this is August. They did say they were going to have a meeting in August. <laughs> hmm. And the white man is going to start shit in Africa. Like I told you before, African people, black people, decent black people. I'm not talking about the coon nation, the coons. You know, I'm not going to talk about the shit about like a lot of you black folks. I ain't African. I ain't got to worry about it. You know what? You're not African. You're right. But some people look like me and you, most of them. And you know what these white devils did to us in this hemisphere. So why would you back a government that is still doing this kind of evil to us in this hemisphere and go do it to somebody else in their country? Why would you back? Are you that damn stupid? Oh no, some of y'all say, well, God knows. God ain't in this program. I told you that. People keep on talking about God and this and that, you know, Negroes, the cowards. They don't want to say that stuff. Jesus gonna fix it, God gonna do this, God gonna do this. We waiting on Jesus. Hmm? No. Doom is hanging over this no good ass country. And it's crumbling on every corner. And, and your government knows this. That's why everybody's running away. Oh, did you hear that some of these companies, the CEOs have moved them to, have moved to China and places like that, where the manufacturing plants have? And the only thing there is they don't know. They think they're going to go over there talking money and stuff and upset those people's apple cart. They can go over there, China price you can come over here. But the minute you open your damn mouth, you're throwing your ass back out. The minute you start messing with the masses of people and get them to try to start thinking like you no good savages, you're getting the fuck out. Now, like you said, France and England want to join BRICS, something like that. 
I wouldn't let them in. They say rotten, no good bastards that did us in. In Africa. And across the world. And Africa is standing up for itself. And they still try to impose their imperialism <coughs> and colonialism on them. And them people saying no more. But like I said, some of you will say, oh, this and that about this and that and that, you know. Don't matter what you say. The handwriting's on the wall. You better start reading it. Mm -hmm. I read it a long time ago. What's happening in Nigeria? You know, they're not talking about that much, are they? Oh, cool, took over. Because they think they're going to go in there and take it back. Let's kill all the black folks over there and take it back. We'll be happy to throw a couple of, excuse my expression, bananas out there and them fools will take it. Nah, not no more. In the countries that want to stand with the West, so be it. But I best to tell you, don't mess around and get to be thoughtful. You know what that means, right? Fuck around and find out what will happen to you if you attack Niger. <coughs> Think about it. These white people ain't going to protect you. They can't protect you. They can't protect themselves. So think about it. And just one more little tidbit. The United States and the West with the new design of the BRICS currency. You hear what I said? BRICS nation have slapped the United States and the West with the new design of the BRICS currency. You hear what I said? There's a new design of the BRICS currency. As you can see in the picture, these are brand new design of the BRICS currency that are ready to go into circulation effectively November 1st, 2023. That means if you want to trade with China, Brazil, India, Russia, and South Africa, you will need the BRICS currency. The BRICS currency has become the most powerful currency on earth because it is backed by pure gold. 55 United States dollars is equivalent to one BRICS ruble. You hear what I said? 55 United States dollars is equivalent to one BRICS ruble. And guess what, guys? Over 23 nations have applied to join the BRICS alliance. And this country includes Algeria, Argentina, Bangladesh, Brahim, Belarus, Bolivia, Cuba, Egypt, Ethiopia, Honduras, Indonesia, Iran, Kaganistan, Kuwait, Morocco, Nigeria, Palestine, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, those rich people, Senegal, Thailand, and UAE. Guys, do you think this is the end of the United States dollars and the British pound? Drop a comment respectfully because power must change hands. The BRICS nation have slapped the United States and the West with the new And there you have it. Not 
I think he left, they left out a couple of countries like Uganda and Kenya. I think they involved. There's a lot of countries in Africa that's involved. You know, along with most of Asia. You know, so. And now these countries in Europe are starting to ask and they. Gonna be my last one. I know he's got some more here. I think I'm gonna lay down for you. This one's about 18 minutes. Now, this is going out to all the people of the Black Nations of Africa, of all the people of color in Africa who care about their color. Who care about each other and are tired of de-whitening. Hold on. Today is historic on two fronts. Niger, a small country in Africa, has defied the white oppressor and kicked them out of their country and closed off their airspace. And guess what? Guess who they have to worry about? Nigeria. Now, Nigeria is next door to Nigeria. And the puppets of a goddamn white savage, the Nigerian president and his parliament decides to cut the electricity to Nigeria. See, this is why nothing's getting done. But Nigeria, you, you listen very well. You listen very well, you motherfuckers. Your people you need to get off your ass and say fuck that your president and your government needs to say stay the fuck out of this if you can't help don't hurt but this is the problem with countries like nigeria their people are ignorant and oppressed and they don't they don't have anything 300 million people the biggest Populous in in Africa, biggest populated black country in Africa, supposedly. And what do their people do? They're still playing in the dirt. Them motherfuckers, your government can't even keep the corruption down. You can't even go to an airport there without being fucked over. Yes, I'm I'm putting it out there now. You know, I tried to deal with Nigeria, and people would tell me some bad shit. But we're tired of you. The world is tired of the white man. And anybody that wants to stand on his side, get ready to die with that motherfucker, okay? Now, Nigeria, you got a lot of people in America. It would be something bad to happen to the motherfuckers, wouldn't it? Because of your ignorance and stupidity to back the white man. The white man has fucked us over for centuries. And you ignorant bastards, your president and your parliament decides we're going to take sides with the white man against your black brothers who all they want is their own independence away from the savages. But you're puppets, aren't you? I've seen how you are. But you know what? You're fucking with the wrong people. Realize one thing, Nigeria. You have people all over the continent of Africa 
who went other places to work. How do you think those countries are going to feel? And you people in ECOWAS, E-C-O-W-A-S. How do you think those countries that stand behind that Niger feel about you back in the oppressors? How do you think they feel? You think they're going to keep your people in their country? You think your people are going to go unscathed? You think they won't think of your people as spies? No, Nigeria, you need to get on the goddamn boat. Get on the wagon or get off the motherfucking street. Because what you're doing is wrong. You're cutting off electricity to your own black people. But you will kiss that white fucking devil's ass. But I knew that anyway. When that other bastard Trump said Africa was nothing but a shithole country. A bunch of shithole countries. And then that bastard caught coronavirus. And the first thing the nigga president in Nigeria said was, we gonna pray for Mr. Trump to get right. Ain't that some stupid shit from a black man to a motherfucker that just told you your house ain't shit. Something's wrong with you people in Nigeria. Either rise up or die as slaves under the foot of fucking greedy bureaucrats and no good ass white savages. Because that's what's going to happen to you. And when it's all said and done, the rest of Africa is going to turn its back on you. Which they should. In Ghana, this goes for you too. Same thing. <laughs> now, I'm going to say something that both of you countries know. You're putting a bad taste in black people's mouth over here in America. We're damn near at the point to break out and just destroy every fucking thing in this country. Or have you not noticed? Now, we've forgiven you for selling us into slavery, our ancestors. We've forgiven you for that. Maybe you had no choice, and we look at it that way. We look at maybe you didn't know what you were doing. You, maybe you thought we were your enemies, so you sold us to the white man. And we were split all across the world into South America and North America. And we forgave you for that. Ghana, Nigeria, the major two players in that slave trade from Africa. And somebody else, I think, from the Ivory Coast. I'm not, I don't know his name. But let me tell you this. Don't make the mistake twice. Don't make that mistake twice. Or you will have hell to pay from black people over this world forever. Now, let's hear from the folks. In Africa. <laughs> if I hurt any decent people's feelings in Ghana and Nigeria, forgive me. But the ones who want to stay up under the foot of the dog, the white man, I have no respect for you, and I wish death upon you. Bounce back. 
Uh, the country is now severing military agreements with the former colonial ruler, France. This, as a regional <coughs> bloc, ECOWAS, uh, is trying to reinstall an elected government in the country. Face à l'attitude désavouée et à la réaction de la France relativement à la situation interne qui prévaut dans notre pays, le Conseil national pour la sauvegarde de la patrie décide de dénoncer les accords de coopération dans le domaine de la sécurité et de la défense. The decision by Niger's military junta can impact the country's fight against insurgencies that have destabilized West Africa's Sahel region. France so far has uh, between 1,000 and 1,500 troops in Niger, which help to fight against Islamist insurgents linked to the Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State. Meanwhile, French media companies France 24 and RFI said that their broadcasts had been blocked in Niger as well. And the ECOWAS regional block teams arrived in the capital uh, earlier on Thursday, but did not, or rather could not meet the coup leaders or the ousted president. The reason for this is still unclear. Uh, this after Niger's president told the delegation to do whatever it takes to reach an amicable resolution to the crisis in the country. ECOWAS, uh, which is a bloc of West African nations, uh, had earlier issued an ultimatum threatening to use military intervention if uh, order is not restored in Niger by Sunday. The bloc has already imposed trade and financial sanctions after the coup in a major setback for uh, Niger. Nigeria has also cut off electricity supply to the country. Nigeria is the single largest supplier to Niger, providing over 70% of the nation's resource. On the other hand, Niger's junta has said that its security and defense forces will respond with attacks in retaliation to any aggression towards the landlocked nation. Face à la menace d'intervention qui se précise à travers la préparation à partir d'un pays voisin, l'espace aérien nigérien est fermé à compter de ce jour, dimanche 6 août 2023, pour tous les aéronefs jusqu'à nouvelle ordre. Toute tentative de violation de l'espace aérien national fera l'objet d'une riposte énergique et instantanée.
So there you have it. And did you notice the last part? You know, the U.S. and French troops were extracted from Niger. No, they were kicked the fuck out of Niger. There was no, no, no fighting, no shooting, no burning, no looting. They just kicked the motherfuckers out. But then when America wants to say it like, oh, we extracted them. No, they were just told to get the fuck out, and they did. That's what's good. And they are without resolve. These people have shown you. The rest of Africa, this is how you do it. And the only problem here is, Niger, if you listen to me, people there, if you can hear me, it's going to be a hard road. But if you all stick together, you can get your electricity back. And guess who will help you? Russia and China will help you all the way. All you got to do is ask them. Ask them. And I'm quite sure they'd be glad to help you. Because they're sick of NATO and America and Europe just like everybody else. That's in the real free world. The free world is all these nations they call communist, socialist, and third world. That's the really the free world. The fucked up world is actually America and Europe. Their laws don't apply. They write them as they go, and the next administration comes in and reneges on those deals. They're not to be trusted. They're rotten. And they've shown their hand. And as I said, any country in Africa that stands against Niger or any other country that is breaking away from the rule of the white devil, May hell rain fire down on your ass today. May you never see a peaceful day another day in your life. Because if them white devils there, you sure in the hell won't. We're tired of the white man. Even us black people in America, we're sick of them. Or can you not notice that? Well, I'm going to say one more time. I'm going to plead with Ghana and Nigeria. Don't fuck around and find out, please. I don't think those people in Niger are afraid of you. That's just my opinion. Now I want you to hear from one of your own in Africa. He's telling the truth. I'm gonna leave you with this. And I want you to pay very close attention to what this young man is saying. Because it's time. It's time. It's time. Young people of Africa. We've done enough talking. This is for you. I say we've had enough conferences and workshops. You know what we need to do? It is time just to do it. We've run out of excuses for the state of our continent. We have the manpower. We should have the political will. It is time to make Africa work. We have good reason to be proud of who we are. 
and the beautiful continent that is ours with its vibrant cultures. The geographic space covered by Africa makes it the second largest of the seven continents. It has 30% of the world's remaining minerals of value. It is some of the most breathtaking scenes on our planet. It has plants and animals that are wonders of the world and critical to the survival of the globe. I hear a lot about the need to change our narrative and tell our own good story. Ladies and gentlemen, as the saying goes, nothing succeeds like success. If we work at it, if we stop being beggars and spend Africa's monies inside the continent, Africa will not need to ask for respect from anyone. We will get the respect we deserve. We've done it. I don't know who that young man is, but you've heard it for yourself. Young people of Africa, as a matter of fact, young people, black people all over the world. It's time to make the world take a reckoning of who we really are. No more foolishness, no more stupidity, no more ignorance. Especially those in Africa, because you have everything you need if you apply it to yourselves and to black people in your continent. I'm not saying one country, I'm saying that Africa as one people, the black Africans as one people. From Ethiopia to South Africa, it should be one people working together. Tribalism shouldn't count religion shouldn't count and don't let any white man come into your countries and tell you that because this black man doesn't believe the way you do that he should be killed or destroyed no you kill that white man that's telling you that that is your enemy but as i said this young man put it so eloquently there's nothing else i can add to that it's up to you, black people. It's up to you, Africa. It's your time this century. I won't get to see it in this lifetime, but who knows? Maybe the universe will send me back. Oh, please don't do that. I've said that before. <laughs> I've done my work here. When I pass on, I want to wind up on another galaxy, on another world, where hopefully the white devil is, but who knows? That's up to the universe to decide. Share, believe, inspire, Laxby. I don't know if I want to do another one. I'm kind of tired. Let me see though.
Hello, good evening, Black family. It's Hayes with another red and the black. As the title says today, I didn't do much today. Mainly because stepson and me, we didn't line yesterday. And I was sitting out on the porch and I was looking. And I was like, we did a bang up job on that motherfucker this time. Gonna miss Juanita saying, the yard looks good, babe. That woman sure didn't know how to make me feel appreciated and loved. Yeah, uh, I'm supposed to come over and help Angie out. But today my auntie's uh, caseworker came out along with mine, because apparently my old caseworker got a promotion. She heard about my loss about a week after she got back from her vacation. So I've had a sister, now I have this white woman, and she seems nice and everything, but as I've said before, I got to take these people case-by-case case basis. I can't, I'm too old, too wise to trust them all with the, you know, just a wink and a nod. I still haven't taken a pain pill, self-medicating high-potency medical marijuana. I found uh, an unopened bag of Juanita's gummies. Boy, I ain't feel no pain in my back for most of today. It's another reason why I didn't want to go anyplace or do anything because after taking, I took three out of the four. And the sensation is just now coming down. Uh, this is the first blunt that I rolled up and I had put it out after a couple of hits. And now I'm back about to take it to the head now while I do this rant in the black. Probably only be here for about 25 minutes or so. I talked to my brother last morning today. I really enjoy talking to that brother. I wish he stayed in the same state. But that's all right. We got Skype. 
FaceTime if we need it. I wanted to tell a black family in the in the healing talk meetings about a program. I put it on my phone. It's called Zillow. Where if uh you know power went out or something like that, we could uh keep track of each other. There's this thing that I bought for Juanita, a personal hotspot called Ryoko. And it worked for her. You know, we just got the little basic plan that you, you know, you get like 300 or some odd gigs or something like that. All you have to do is just buy the unit and you get that for life. And the last time when we had our power outage about a week and a half ago, I found it in her dresser and I turned it on and motherfucker still works like a charm. Her password and everything still stayed in it and everything. You now you plug it up by the USB. Just got to plug at the bottom of it. That's how you charge it up, but it stays charged up for a very long time. I wanted to turn my brother's sisters on to something like that, so the internet or cell towers start going down because of strategic hacking by outside entities, we can still be in contact with each other. <coughs> These walkie-talkies that I have, <coughs> that I got for Nini and I, I guess. I guess I just have them. Because it's, wasn't in the cards for her to be here with me. I've been doing a lot of deep thinking for the past couple of days. Can't really disclose what I was thinking about. Because I don't want anybody to try to persuade me think otherwise but not a lot of people understand when I said that there hasn't been not one day I hasn't been around that woman talking with that woman or engaged in some kind of way with Juanita and then for her not to be here, I um, feel like I'm on borrowed time.
I take her advice. I don't never re-listen to what I record. I just save it, go on to the next one. You take her advice. Never listen to what I said. Just keep it moving. <coughs> one of the kids. I'm glad Dion and Rihanna came over yesterday. I had some company, you know. Well, I always have company. I got the fur babies and, you know, aunties right downstairs. But, you know, when Mimi was here, we did go out. We accompanied each other to each other's doctor's appointments. That shit really should have been me, though. Flat out. That's the one that's left here that ain't got no legacy and no family or grandkids. Why is that one taken and the one that ain't got nobody left here? Now I'm right back to square one, not feeling like I got no purpose. Cause she, she completed me all my life. I finally know what it feels like to be loved by somebody else outside my family. And a genuine love, not a materialistic love, not a psychological love or a yo-yo type of love, but genuine, deep, black love. All right, shit, I said good night, what the fuck? Man? You know, I hate when motherfuckers send you the same texts and shit that they sent the first time. I saw it the first time, so you didn't have to really retype and send it to me i saw it the first time so and they see that i got the read receipt on this motherfucker so you know i read it why you gotta send it to me again stop wasting bandwidth anyway i gave lily a bath today and of course in true fashion, she wet me smooth the fuck up. I, I, I just don't know what it is about this little dog. I, I swear, I think she used to be a dog, I mean a cat in her previous life. She hates water just that much. She even hates snow. And that's just water that don't even get you wet right away. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, she warned me out. Catching her in mid-flight trying to jump out the tub numerous times, being all wet up, and then the dryer off, that's another feat. And then I gotta guard my ankles because she thinks it's a game every time I pop her up out of the tub and 
I'm not watching, she'll bite my ankles and then run like I'm supposed to chase her like before I did. And, you know, I had the stroke and shit. I can't chase her no more. So, no, she's like, how come you don't chase me no more, motherfucking missus? Just like her, I'm getting old. People don't like the idea that I'm going to crush my Bel Air. I didn't build it to be lowballed and not even being offered even a fraction of what it's worth. Motherfuckers think that just because you a nigga and shit, I'm supposed to give meth head prices. But all them motherfuckers that gave me the lowball offers, I still got their emails, so they want to watch it be crushed and shit. I, they can come on out to the scrapyard. I don't really don't give a fuck. They won't be driving it. They can drive up. If they can drive the brick after forming to a little brick, they can have that bitch. That's my triple B car. Triple B stands for Built by Blacks. Yeah. And everybody that helped me build that car is dead now. I got a problem with that. I can't enjoy it with nobody. I mean, we were about to pull it out you know, for the World War Dream cruise and stuff, but I mean, now that she she passed on, I don't even feel like being dealing with the damn car now. It was appraised that over 55, that was two years ago. I don't want to have to go out cigarettes. I need to stop smoking cigarettes. I really do. Because, um... <coughs> this coughing is getting worse. Yeah, two ain't gonna do it. Bog station is closed by now. I'm all right. But after smoking this one too, as it gonna do it. Especially if I have one of those, you know, where I'm trying to lay down, but I can't fall asleep. Have my baby here remind me don't smoke in the bed. I done burned a hole in the goddamn bed.
You know, it'll be funny and shit. <laughs> if it would be the cigarettes to take me out, but not a lung cancer, the motherfucker will burn me up in my bed. <laughs> mm. I really enjoyed talking with her over some, you know, like the Power Series or something like that. Or some content that lasts more. They, you know, he just dropped and I was able to throw it on the big TV so we could both hear it. That was a tech girl. She called herself nerdy. I didn't, I didn't look at that woman nerdy at all. She, she says I knew a lot of technology shit, but I, I my brain is scatterbrained because now I'm stroke stupid, you know. Things that even easy words, I got to think about how to spell them now. Now I can see how my grandfather was getting frustrated just for doing or trying to complete simple tasks and get frustrated. She knew how to calm me down, make everything all right. God damn, that was a good one. And she was mine. She was all mine. I guess my granddaddy knew that I would meet a good woman. That's what he told me to look out for. Just like he met my grandmother. Juanita was just like my grandmother. And I saw that after I had the stroke because I thought she was just going to leave me. I was too much of a, you know, problem. I had to teach myself my balance, how to walk. Got easy with the cane. She got all of my canes. That woman's going to be with me every day. Every day. type of feeling that I've been having is an aching feeling. It's like a hole in your chest that you can't repair. But I know, know what my grandmother felt like. 
wish I didn't fall asleep. I could have just went back to talking to her. I didn't know she was going pass while I was asleep. I need to made that all right too. And then two days after my grandma passed, my fur baby fluff passed. She was she was tied to my grandma's hip, especially after her diagnosis of cancer ten years prior. My grandma grew to love that dog and Lily too, but mainly fluff. And a couple minutes after they wheeled my grandmother's body out, Fluff had her first struggle or her first seizure. And about two weeks after that, Juanita made everything all right. He brought me little little Venus. There's no way we're gonna let her auntie's dog or auntie had just passed from a stroke. We're gonna let her dog go to no shelter. And she's a lap dog too, you know. Nene said that she needed to be on my lap a lot because she calmed me down. Like she wants to get on my lap right now. Don't you little help take mm. I need that. Yeah, let's see a little propeller tail going a mile a minute. <laughs> uh, I gotta take a, a video of that. Uh, you laying down, you looking comfortable. You don't have to sit up here, babe. I just covered her up with the blanket because um, I got the hair on and uh, I cover both of them up. Hold on, I gotta cover Lily up. She sleeps wild. Just like Papa. Just Papa covering you up. So, hey, we have to make this into a pillow. How about that? That's good. All right. See, if she lays a certain way, I can make It's not a blanket. She doesn't commandeer one of my t shirts, so I just gave her that one. And I have to put an L on it for her initial let Brianna know that's that's her blanket because of Juanita and I we, we misplaced her blanket it's it's here somewhere we didn't throw it away because I had bought Fluff and Lily like they're separate but one was like a tiger and the other one was a was an elephant can't find neither one of those and, uh, Little Venus, the one that she got, she has Fluff's old blanket. When I first got Fluff, like almost 20 years ago, maybe 20 years and three years. But anyway, since she's so small, Fluff's old blanket covers her up 
real good. And make a pillow, you know, she'd be covered up. And the end of that can be rolled up into a little pillow that she lays on. Just stay like that until she goes into dream mode, starts dreaming. Which I find fascinating. I could watch them. You can tell when they go into a dream mode because they start running. Like Lily should be on her back and her, her paws be up in the air. And you can just see her start running. Like trotting and shit, you can tell she's dreaming. Fluff did the same thing. Venus, she doesn't lay on her back, but you can see her, you know, her legs going like she's prancing around somewhere. Probably dreaming that she's running in the backyard because this girl loves that backyard. And I'm glad I'm able to provide her a safe space that she can know that it's her own. I think these one of these cottonwood trees on the next block. I'll start letting out some of that white shit again. So glad it's not this tree next door. Cause that shit, man, it'd be all in the air. Sticking to you. Well, that's how it was when we went down for my last doctor appointment. I think I'm going to play me some PlayStation, man. Dread the black is probably as long as it needs to be. You know, I'm sitting up here just rambling, saying a whole lot, but not saying nothing, you know. I just got a million and one things running through my mind at the same time. Black family, be safe out there.